Wolf and Luke. Wow. Wow. Ron Wolfley. <laughs> Luke Lipinski. Don't waste all your best material this early in the show because I want people to keep listening. Wolf and Luke. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. All right, joining us right now on the 72 Sold Sports Line is Jay Williams, host of Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max on ESPN every morning. Uh, Jay, thanks for the time. Did we hear right? Did Keyshawn have the Cardinals number one? You know what? I don't give a damn what Keyshawn has the Cardinals. I know where the Cardinals are, I know where the Cardinals are in my mind, and that's all that matters. You know, like it, when you get into these rankings with Keyshawn and he becomes very emotional and he gets very, you know, Gambino hits him up all the time and he gets frustrated by it. So there's a lot of fluctuation and we love to jab him about it. But let's be honest, we all know where the Cardinals should be <laughs> in everybody's rankings, yet alone keys. OK, we'll leave it at that. So, Jay, Will, you got him at number one. Is that what you're saying right there? Not even a question. They're the undisputed number one in the National Football League. I mean, I. I I mean, look, you're talking to a player, Wolf, okay? You want to know what I honestly think as a player? I don't give a damn if I'm ranked number one or number five right now. Man, I, what matters I the same way. is when the Super Bowl comes around, if I'm the team holding up that Lombardi trophy. Like, that's what matters to me. So it's like when people ask me, well, you know, where's CP3 in the MVP voting right now? Or where's Devin Booker? I'm like, why, why does that matter for right now? Because right now, we can, I, can make, I can go on a 10-minute soliloquy about why Steph Curry's the MVP. But guess what? In a week from now, that may be different, yeah. right? The one thing I do know is about Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's been in the MVP conversation and has stayed that way. He's been in the upper echelon conversation. And to me, that speaks volumes about the sustainability of how a player plays because he's always been in that conversation. And I'd much rather have the conversation to be about, hey, this guy's constantly in the top three of the conversation instead of like, hey, where are we this week in the rankings as opposed to we lose one game and all of a sudden we're ranked seventh in somebody's random rankings when they don't matter anyway at all. You know what I mean, Wolf? Does that make I'm sense? totally with you. Absolutely. You ask anybody around here, I feel exactly the same way. He does. He absolutely does. Uh, Jay, as far as that game specifically on Sunday, for them to go out there and win without Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, J.J. Watt, against a pretty decent San Francisco team, at least for me, that showed me something we haven't seen all year even. Look, I, I, you know, I, I something about – Something about this team, and I'm not just saying it because I'm on the phone with you guys. Look, I do seven affiliate calls uh, on days like this, and I do more throughout the course of the week. There's something about this team that just feels different. And, you know, you can sit there and say, well, you know, is it, like, well, it sounds so like hokey pokey. And I'm just like, but no, like championship teams have different auras around them. And I'm not saying you don't go through highs and lows, right? Mm. But, like, these, these are games that when you find, when you find a way to win – um, it's almost like what happened in Dallas before Dallas just kind of like dropped a stinker versus Denver this weekend, right? Like Cooper Rush comes in, you're like, man, nobody really expects Dallas to win this game. And they win the game. You're like, damn, this sounds feel different about this Dallas team. And that kind of led me to think the same way about the Cardinals. Just And look, there's a lot of other questions looming around Kyle Shanahan and, and, and that team, right? Because I think there's a lot of question marks around the 49ers, especially considering that they actually look healthy for the first mm-hmm. time in a long time, even though I know they have some smaller injuries. But, like, those are the games that you find a way to win, and, and, and those are the kind of games that keep you on a hunt for that top seed. And that's what you're vying for right now. You're vying for that buy. And those games matter, right, because there's no difference between two and five. There's a huge difference between one and two, and that keeps you in that hunt, and I think that's monumental. 
So, Jay, will the Suns, of course, have won five games in a row right now. They're six and three on the season. How, how many games, first of all, do you give a team to start coming together? How many games do you think it takes to get a team playing up to its full potential to start a season? What's the average age of my team? That's a legitimate question, Wolf, right? Like, you know, younger yeah. teams can pick up in a hurry. You know, like look a little bit to a degree like what the Knicks are doing on the East Coast, right? Even though they kind of filter out a little bit. But I think when you have teams of guys who are veterans, uh, like in the CP3, I, I think that, look, you want to play every game to the test of your ability. Like, I'm not saying that. Um, but for anybody that realistically thinks that for every 82 games that you play, that you are going to be your best, like you're not being realistic, about it right um so my thing and i've spoken to a lot of vets around this obviously you want you're competing you're trying to win every game but you really want to hit your gear right around going into all-star break like i think when you start getting around january like december is kind of that month because you get the holidays the big games right like christmas day and things of that sort but when you start getting around like you're hearing a lot of rumblings about the super bowl like i remember this as a player like the super bowl is coming i would hear a lot of vets like all right like it's time to put this in that gear now because now what we're doing is we're getting playoff conditioning ready. Mm. And I'm not saying that guys are coasting throughout the regular season, but like you have to be able to kind of sustain a level of intensity, but it can't be overboard or you'll be burnt out. 82 games is a lot of games, guys. It's a lot of games. So I, I think when you start getting to like around January, I think that's when you really want to see a team like, all right, I have a really good sense of who this team is and they have a really good sense of who they are. Talking to Jay Williams, and Jay, I know in the past when we had you on, you mentioned we should check out the Memphis Grizzlies. They are a very fun team to watch in the Western Conference. I want to talk about the team at the very top that might be the the Suns' biggest competition, Golden State. I mean, what do you think of that team? I know it's early, but we've also seen them in the past. Look, I I think Stephen Curry's playing at an MVP MVP caliber. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, the MVP is one and it's all already over, but for last night, for him to have 50 points and 11 assists, I, I think is monumental. Um, I, I will say this about Golden State is that Jordan Poole has played extremely well. You talk about some of the younger pieces that they have when Wiseman and when Clay Thompson come back, but I don't think it's that easy, guys. They've also had like an eight, nine game homestand, right? And granted, they beat Portland in that homestand, but when you're when you're a young team like that to a degree, with the exception of Steph and Draymond. Um, you know, when you're home, that's different. I want to see how Jordan Poole, I want to see how Gary Payton second. I want to see how all these guys do when they're on the road, mm-hmm. when they go on a five- to six-game road trip, how they handle those type of environments. And I also want to see from Stephen Curry, a guy that obviously is the best shooter in the history of the game of basketball that the game has ever seen. One of the things that typically happens, and it happened a little bit last year for a short stand, is that his usage rate, is so high, and they're dependent upon him to do so much, which he can do, that typically he's had injuries that have tinkered here and there. So, look, a lot of games at home. I think the, the only time they left the state of California was when they went to OKC, games versus Houston, games versus bottom-tier teams. I, I still think there's a lot to be said about where Golden State will be once they get into the thickness of their schedule and actually start playing high-caliber opponents more consistently. 
You know what? I can't wait to talk to you next week where we'll get into taunting. <laughs> oh, God. I know. Don't get me started. Are, are you kidding? Don't get me started, you, Jay. Wolf, 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 don't, don't sneeze. Don't sneeze. <laughs> There's going to be a penalty. Don't, don't. By, please, Wolf, don't oh. stare anybody in the crowd. There's going to be a penalty. And don't let a ref booty bump you and then throw oh. the flag afterwards. You're yes. watching the Bears game last night. Yes. Yeah, I, I can't. Exactly. I mean, it, it is incredible. We we used to give people the French uppercut, and nobody got hit for taunting. So, <laughs> hey, Jay, thank you, man. Appreciate your time, brother. Thanks, Jay. I appreciate you guys. All right.